All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Pro Football Doc podcast. We should say boo. It's actually Halloween today. Absolutely. Jacob and Taylor are here and Justin's in the background or producer somewhere. I'm actually surprised you guys didn't say costumes. I'm glad. <laughs> I actually walked out of my house today with my Jack, like from a night before Christmas mask and my fiance said, you shouldn't wear that to work. So I was ready. I got like an inflatable <laughs> dinosaur in the costume in the car, so I can pull it out. Oh, but, all right. You know, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend like wanted, has been wanting an inflatable costume. So we settled on dinosaur. You got dinosaur couple? No, we just got one. It was like Are 40 you bucks. Both so. in being <laughs> you both fit in the same costume. Yeah. We're not costume people. So it was just more so like more like <laughs> me wear it and go hey. somewhere embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> what you do on your free talk <laughs> is your deal. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe, maybe we should organize that. Get a, a little five on five football game in costumes. Like a sumo we wrestler. We got enough people at the company. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting. So I actually was surprised. I asked, I'm going to try and get home early today kids trick or treat they, they go so early daytime yeah. it's not yeah. bad because it's you know my kids are little it's like uh what are we doing a costume what are you doing she goes well, i said no i was like wow it's mm-hmm. the first time ever now admittedly i probably complained about costumes in the past like right. family costumes and this that and then i, I actually look back and it's like i kind of Miss the family costumes. The kids all want to be their own thing. Yep. So yeah. you can't do the whole family. There's no yeah. family thing. So, I mean, this is probably not the way to do it, but I'll get Justin to cut it in. But here's a, this was not a bad one. Oh, uh, the Minions one? Minions one. Yeah, that was a great one. When they were little. <laughs> and uh, this was the next year. I was working out. You know, for for, just for the role. Yep. Just for that one. You know, method, method yeah. acting, working out. And then... This is our last one that was family oriented. The Ghostbusters. Yeah, you guys have. Oh, nice. You guys don't even know Ghostbusters. No, sort of Ghostbusters. Oh, of course. I mean, you, yeah. you see the the twins are. She's a scary cheerleader. He's got whatever that scream. Yeah. Thing. yeah. But we we're able to get the little one to to be Stay Puff. <laughs> and then after that, I mean, this is last year, right? They they want to do their. Didn't yeah. your wife do um uh, Olivia Newton John one year? Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, from the, the Greece. I don't remember. I remember. That's a poll. Yeah. Um, it's in your head somewhere, sitting, so it yeah, must I be one-off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then, and then I don't know if I can find it. I think last year, the year before, I actually had the easiest costume. It was a, I was a doctor. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> wow. Come on. Well, no, here's where it counts. Okay. I'll, try, I'll try and find the picture. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Because you're a surgeon, not a doctor. So. No, 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 no. Uh, I'll try and find the. I was a nurse for years because my mom is, and she would just bring scrubs home. So talk about go. very easy costume. That was it. Yeah. No, no. I, I'll, I'll. Find, I can't find it right I'm, now. I'm trying to remember, but uh, I don't know if it's Christmas or Halloween that you told your wife don't don't get them what they what they pick out first because they always change their mind last oh, second. Oh, yeah. Halloween. It's both. Yeah. It's the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Smart <laughs> move. Correct. Yeah. No, I, I can't find the picture. Last year I was. A, quote doctor but it was uh my wife was dressed up as the operation game with a red you. nose yeah. and and uh the best thing is i had barbecue tongs and i kept like <laughs> poking at her oh, all that's, night. Good. that's a good idea <laughs> yeah they didn't go over so yeah long, but anyways <laughs> enough of and you're, and you're shocked that there's no costume this year <laughs> when that was last year <laughs> 
There might um, be a correlation there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe. No, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, either, see, it kind of makes me nervous. Either there's going to be a big surprise when I get home oh, and there you go. Or, you know, I mean, so it's it's sort of like yeah. feast or famine, you yeah. know. Uh, or trick or treat, yeah. Yeah, we should probably do a, a Halloween scary or <laughs> propositions, you know. Right. Like some of the prop bets, although... We've been doing well, the algorithm yeah. and the prop bets. Absolutely. You know, the the binary. Although we got one wrong, right? The figured for sure Russell Wilson not being mobile. Yeah. All uh, the way to the fourth any, quarter, we were there. Any prop Well, no, prop but that, that was a Josh, Josh Allen sack. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, everyone else got sacks, but Josh yep. Allen didn't. But the Jaguars, whatever. Josh Allen. Jaguars, Josh yeah. Allen. Yeah. Not. Yeah, no, we Josh watched Allen. the video, right? I'm pretty sure Josh Allen was the second guy to the sack every single one of the sacks. <laughs> so, so he was there. Horseshoes. Yes. Yeah. For the rest, you yeah. guys killed with 10 and 3 on props. I mean, yeah. you guys killed the, the, the props. Anyways, uh, all right. What do we got besides this Halloween nonsense yeah. fun today? Kind of a slow week for injuries, but there's always injury situations to talk about. I think, uh, I don't know, maybe one to get out of the way is PJ Walker, the starting quarterback going forward. I think Baker and uh, Sam Darnold's health is kind of a distant, <laughs> distant uh, is he view in everyone's an NFL mind. MVP now? Is he no longer an XFL MVP? He had the most, most air yards of any pass since 2008 on that DJ Moore Hail Mary. So uh, Michael Vick was the last one. Yeah. Sean Jackson a couple, yeah, a lot of years ago. That was a heck of a game. Well, look, I know we were on that right. DJ Moore and PJ Car- Walker. And Carolina plus four. We were the whole shebang. Yeah. yeah. And based on the uh didn't Falcons. look good in the start. There was like PJ Walker was like two of seven to start, I think. We were 17 yards and then heated up late. So just need some time. Well, and and it was all based on the Falcon secondary, yeah. right? Right. Three out of four were out. Yep. Three out of four. So it might not get better because AJ Terrell's still dealing with the hamstring and yeah, Casey Hayward's still on IR. Yeah. So that's that's gonna be something to watch watch and uh we got it. We did that pretty well, I think, because remember, we've been on Atlanta a lot just by happenstance. Right. Like it wasn't a, a futures or anything. We just by the six scores, we've been on Atlanta a lot, like Atlanta, San Francisco, Atlanta, Cleveland. Yeah, now flipped. Now we actually <laughs> so flipped secondary. It. Yeah. <laughs> I know. When I looked at the the thing, it's like, are we really gonna take Carolina here? <laughs> No, it's PJ crazy too because Atlanta's been covering the spread almost every single game. So the one time that they didn't, we were on the other side. And we oh, lucky, so, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, but it's just the schemes and so forth. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was good. That was uh, that was a Halloween scary to take PJ Walker. <laughs> take Carolina, <laughs> beware. But, yeah, but you know that's what we try and do. We try and blind the names of the teams. Right. And look at the injuries and, and see what's going on. I want to talk about uh, Dante Foreman a little bit and his emergence as the lead back there. I mean, obviously, with the McCaffrey trade, there's a, a opportunity for playing time. But there's kind of a, a myth in the fancy community or just a perception that Ed Achilles here for running back is a career ender or really tough to come back from. Dante Foreman's was November 2017 Achilles here, and he kind of had middling roles, had a decent role with uh, the Titans last year. 566 yards and three touchdowns. And then now back-to-back games, 118 on seven yards of carry and 4.5. So, Yeah, well, I guess I didn't answer your last question. Baker Mayfield, we've been saying for a while, it's been hiding behind health. Yeah, he's... And at this point, Sam Darnold is yeah. too. So, I mean, their, their coaching decision, whatever. Coach Wilkes, I know Coach Wilkes. He was a DB coach with us. 
Uh, He's doing a good job over there since taking over from Rule. Yeah, I mean, they didn't win that just game. Need some we stability. won that game. <laughs> I keep sometimes I, I sometimes I forget that. Yeah, they didn't win <laughs> yeah. that game. We won that game. Yeah. DJ Moore, the yes, helmet. That's yes. great. Oh, well, I, have, I have a question about that. I was reading about it. I don't know your thoughts. Just by, um, so when you get that 15 yard penalty, it's for when you're standing on the field. He was in, not on the field. He was on He's like the past the end yeah. zone. Yeah. So do you still call that? Because officiating, I've seen multiple things on Twitter, you know, check marks and stuff, blue check marks saying that they maybe shouldn't have called that. What are your thoughts or what you've seen in the past being on the sidelines? Um, you know, you, you, you're looking at me for that because somehow in our command center, everyone turns to me when there's a replay. Is that <laughs> yeah. a catch? I'm like, is that, is that a catch, catch or not? No, you're, you're, you've seen it. You've seen more than we have. So. You're, you're the only. It's, I'll tell you why that happens because you're the only one that doesn't hem a hob. We we always look and we're like, ah, you know, I don't know. You just need one view, and you're like, that's catch. There was one you weren't even in the room. You were standing behind on the phone, and you're like, nope. You shook you your head at me, and, and it was no. And then you were all rooting for it. Yeah. I wanted it to be too. Yeah, yeah. It was McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you know, exactly. we, we wanted it to be a catch, but yeah. for the props. But now. I don't know if I told the story to you guys in the probably my best compliment on the sideline of a football game, maybe ever. Um, Doug Flutie, he knows football, right? Mm -hmm. And when he was with the Chargers, he would come up to me and say, Doc, what's that going to be on the replay? Mm -hmm. And I was like, Wow. Ryan, why don't you just poke your head in here? Come on, bud. No, I know. He's pretending to be shy. <laughs> I texted him to walk behind me this time. That's why he walked that way. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, so, anyways, he would say, he, I mean, believe it or not, players don't watch a lot of tv football mm -hmm. they watch film right that's yeah. not tv football yeah no, it's, it's not, not the produced right. broadcast and all the replays and everything yeah i even prior to this watched a lot of tv football okay and if you understand the rulings and what they're saying maybe that's why players would turn to me because they watch a lot of film mm -hmm. they scheme they don't watch tv stuff right. i watched a lot of tv stuff you know so i think they turned to me. do they know so, who dean blandino is uh, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> no. Anyways, so that's why when you guys ask me, it's, I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of knowing what the other side is. I'm not perfect. There's some close calls, but yeah. like the McCaffrey one, I think was pretty easy. By rule, it wasn't. I mean, yeah. you can say it looks like it's this. It looks like it. I get it, yeah. but the rule is the rule. And right. uh, you can disagree with the rule. So, anyways um dante foreman so is he the is he the one exception to that i mean I, there's been a lot of running backs who've torn it arian foster Mar marlon mack kind of um, can't get time now cam Akers, obviously wait um cam Akers, and who actually is fine right everyone's celebrating his great return last playoffs but I was like yeah he's not there yet yeah. he's there now but he can't pass pro mm -hmm. i mean james robinson was coming off last year Very right? true. i mean if you think about it and let's go. You know, we cover all sports and panel, but Kevin, remember when Kevin Durant tore his Achilles? Yep, everyone said he's not gonna be the same. Yep, I do remember that. Is he not a top five player? I mean, he's, he's the same, same player. Right? Yep. Um, and I think we are prisoners of the moment with like, I think there's a lot of prisoners of the moment stuff. Like, yep. oh, Kobe tore his Achilles and didn't really make it back, so he's therefore like, thirty three, well, thirty four. Yeah, yeah, he was older, and then he came back, and then developed a knee injury. Right. His career fizzled. Yep. And, he had you to know. change his play style. Yeah. I mean, but people forget, you guys probably don't even know who this is because you're too young. 
Dominique Wilkins. We definitely know who that is. Human highlight film. Come on. Really? <laughs> he tore his Achilles. <laughs> right? Yep. And came back just fine. Yeah. Most explosive uh, dunker in history. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. When you really get down to it, I mean, you know, we're prisoners of the moment, too. We're still prisoners right now of Adrian Peterson's ACL recovery. Why yeah. isn't Gus Edwards? Why isn't, right, you yeah. know, do I it mean, like him? Yeah. I well, mean, for sure. So I don't know. No, I don't. I think Achilles is fine. Dr. Foreman, we have confidence uh, in him. Rehab's changed. The surgery's about the same. Obviously, he's doing very well. He's getting the uh, the opportunities right now, especially uh, Chuba Hubbard still. His injury might be worse than we initially thought. We thought right. he might be able to play through, but they're working out some running backs right now. Yeah. yeah. So it might be uh, Foreman for another week or, or rest of the season, maybe exclusively. At least, <laughs> yeah. right? He, yeah. he kind of got all, yeah, the he's getting all the yeah. running back snaps. Yeah. Let's right. see if he keeps getting the passing down work. Remember last year too, when uh, Derek Henry broke his foot, he was the guy that had almost 600 yards rushing in his deeds. So he knows how he knows how to do that. Another hiding behind health, hind health situation that uh, I kind of misjudged. I think uh, from Vrabel's press conferences, we thought Tannehill was starting all week. He was downplaying the ankle, and then not, then he developed the illness and didn't travel to Houston. And Malik Willis starting his place. I mean, 10, 10 throws overall from Malik Willis, five rushes. They ran the ball 40 times with their running backs. Well, that's an interesting thing. I mean, in game week seven, when Tannehill went down, I thought it was a DEFCON 1. I was like, Tannehill's not coming back into this game. Now, he did. Walking boot after the game, right? Yeah. And walking boot after the game. and more High ankle sprain right. on the milder side? or It's on the milder the side. I mean, it's not a severe IR one. But look, if he were a cornerback, he probably would hit injured reserve. Right. But he's a quarterback. Big difference, right? I mean. Uh, he is mobile, so it might affect him a little more. Yeah, I mean, there may have been a little of hiding behind health there, saying, look, uh, I'd rather go with Malik Willis than uh, Tannenhill. And, and you don't want look, Tannenhill to back up either, right? Wasn't that mess with Willis's head in his first start, leaving him you know, at, at home with an illness? It's very strange when you have the, quote, starting quarterback as a backup. Okay, right. Just I think. don't yeah. do that. I mean, go, that's going why back Matt all Ryan the, wasn't dressed. Yeah, yeah. Go, going all the way back to Jared Goff before he got traded. Mm-hmm. He was the backup to Wolford. Right. That was strange. Now he ended up playing a lot. Um, what about and, James Winston? He's kind of the backup to Dalton now, even though he's well. There's hiding behind the healthy. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a, clear, there was a while ago. Yep, right. a clear yeah. head coach choice in that department. Yeah, and we've talked about that. I think some that. Uh, it's not his back. It's not the back fractures. He played the next week after the, the back ankle, fractures. The ankle was more severe, but it's the pat, ankle's passed. Yes, the knee's exactly. still not 100%, the ACL. But this is the decision right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anything else is is hiding behind health. With Matt Ryan, at least they said, okay, he's got an injury, but that's not why. They at yeah. least right. clarified that. And part of the, I think the reason they were more honest about that's not why is they knew Matt in, Matt's injury wasn't, horrible and it wasn't long term so he's going to come back soon so they didn't yeah. want the continued speculation yep. on ellinger that makes sense uh, i think that I think was the interesting wrinkle with Tannehill one too is they get a sunday night matchup against the chiefs what what are the odds we see malik willis in that game under center i oh, mean is oh. it is it like a Tannehill magically healed and now he's back under center they're for the, against the chiefs two. they're both five and it's, two. it's a big game yeah. the colts are coming so i mean you need to win this still game. got the win over texans so well, I was a little surprised. I probably was more surprised that Tannehill returned to the Week 7 game than I was that Tannehill didn't play Week 8. Mm-hmm. 
week nine, uh, yeah, I think uh, he's got a reasonable chance to play. Now, I don't know what his rushing prop's going to be, and, and uh, et cetera. Hint, hint, hint right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. Right. Um, another situation that's that I caught from a press conference yesterday, I mean, James Robinson, five carries for 17 yards with the Jets. And we, we touched on his knee soreness last week, his phantom knee soreness. But the fact that uh, Robert Sala, after that Zach Wilson game, threw for over 300 yards, but three interceptions, including a couple bad ones, said Mike White is the number two on the depth chart over Joe Flacco, who did pretty well stepping in for Zach Wilson. Is there anything to make of that, or is that just, you know, favoring Mike White, giving him a little pump up? Uh, that's a, that's Flacco, a, Flacco's old. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I thought more interesting. You know, Elijah Moore is going to talk himself out into a trade. But uh, Taylor's loving that. Yeah. I mean, no, uh, they even asked him. They're like, "Do you have any chemistry with Zach Wilson?" He's like, "I don't know. I don't get the ball." <laughs> that's a great comment. <laughs> that like, tells you all you need to know about he, chemistry. He already, yeah. he already tried the trade route. They said no. They benched him for a game personal. And then Corey up, Davis got hurt, yeah. injury based. So then they needed him out there, and he got one target. So I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know. I think you'd rather uh, probably bring donuts and coffee into your quarterback than do this. Yeah, right. no, I think so. <laughs> this is not the route. He's choosing the nuclear option. Well, he has multiple players actually helping him too. Um, AJ Brown played with him at uh, Old Miss, I believe, and um, he said free Elijah Moore a week yeah. or two ago. So like, he's trying to. I don't know what he's trying to do, but like you said, he's. I don't know if it's the right route right now. Trade deadline tomorrow, so something needs to happen yeah. quick. Yeah. Well, you realize there's another way out too. Okay. Get cut. Well, tell him. So, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> Moore needs to know that. At, at some point, you're <laughs> yeah. enough of a distraction. You try to force the trade enough that they're just going to cut you. Yeah. You're getting I mean, close to that, I would that, say. That might yeah. happen with Cam Akers. I, I don't think they're finding any trade targets. It's been three weeks they've been trying to find a trade. Well, and they're trying to prop up the trade by saying, well, he'll play for us. Yeah. Is it hard yeah, to cut win. like a first? Where, where do you think that really came? You know, yeah. uh, came about, oh no, he'll play for us again if we don't trade him. And i.e., he has value yeah, right. for anyone else out out there. So he's going to get cut. So let's just wait. Why do we need to give up a draft pick? But Ronnie Rivers at what 180, 190? He's not a big back, <laughs> and he's playing getting snaps over at Cam Akers. So yeah, I don't know. More the more situations weird. They need it to is. figure that out. <laughs> it seems like there's a lot more of that this year than than past years. But I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm just reading into that. Well, another topic that I want to bring up here, because you said this year, mm -hmm. there's been a change in the landscape in terms of we have placed too much importance on this person's going to IR or not. And mm -hmm. in the past, it was a huge deal because it was a one-way street. And then with COVID, everything started to be short-term IR, more short-term IR. Now you have an unlimited number of four-week IRs. You just can't do it multiple times in the same player. Right. right. But the other side of the equation, if you look at it, Dak Prescott, since we can look at it in retrospect. And I'm talking about this because of Jamar Chase. Big news, Jamar Chase not going on injured reserve. Right. And I think the reaction of the world is that means his injury isn't that bad. He won't be out four weeks. It's a roster game, right? <laughs> I don't know that that's the case. Um, Their buys right in the middle of that week ten, so it would be it putting him on IR would be five weeks he's instead of four. Be five weeks, mm -hmm. yeah, correct. correct. Yep. And that may be why he's not on IR. Jamar Chase is important enough if he can make it back one week quicker. He's still a multi-week injury. You can go to the videos or go to sixscore.com. This is a Ryan Fitzpatrick type injury. Of course, he's a wide receiver. This is a in the Bo Jackson family. I'm not saying it's a Bo Jackson injury. A cousin or something, yeah. 
smaller, <laughs> yeah. weaker Kaiser. Okay. Right? I mean, he continued to play. Right? Yeah. Okay. But look at the video. It's a poster hip subluxation, poster rim fracture. It's not as bad as Tua. Tua actually dislocated. Correct. But you got to take it slow because of the articular cartilage. And in no way am I criticizing the Bengals medical staff. I actually know some of those guys pretty well. Look, he did the gritty after the week six yeah. touchdown. He, he, he would try to play in the fourth quarter. He looked fine. Yeah. Yep. And if he's not complaining, it's hard to say. I mean, you know, and then he looked great in week seven and then developed more soreness or, or I guess started being out a little bit right. second half of week seven. And then they image it and they find this and then they're holding him out. So, I mean. So the, it reminds so, me of Joe Mixon. Do you remember yeah. Joe Mixon a couple years ago? He had a foot injury and we could never find a play. And the last thing he did was dance after his touchdown run. And we were just like, I didn't see anything in the dance either, you know. So, well, it reminds me of, as well. it yeah. reminds me of Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Last week, Ezekiel Elliott, hyperextension. We said it's not horrible because his foot wasn't planted. Right. He continued, stayed in the game. Came back, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns and, and two plays later, hopped the same safety that hit his knee. I yep. mean, leaped over him, leapt over him. And then uh, now out with the bone bruise ahead of the bye week. Mm -hmm. It may not be back the week after. So right. did the Cowboys make a mistake there? No. I mean, it's just how, you know, it, it, it works. It works. Yeah. You don't have time on game days to do the full diagnostics and everything yeah and you're not sending everyone and, to yeah. an mri and right and and the whole deal you're there could he play and do something i think they both could earlier i think mm -hmm. they just don't want to turn it into something worse uh long term that's that's sort of the idea and they have a luxury with pollard there right they can yeah. sit him out as long as they need to so jamar chase no ir mm. just want to clarify too people here fracture and i think they think that is what's holding him out is it the fracture or is it the bone bruise labrum damage? I think it's the bone bruise labrum damage. Mm -hmm. um, I've said this before. Articular cartilage is like grass on a football field. And the bone is like dirt. So a bone bruise is like when an elephant stomps on the grass, sort of compacts the dirt a little bit. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to keep off the grass afterwards mm -hmm. right? to make sure it doesn't die out. Right. And if it dies out, okay, in the NFL, you know, roll in some more AstroTurf. Just kidding. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, you, know, you know, a new grass field or, or, or sod or yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. Articular cartilage is precious. That's what that's what the worry and the concern is. Um, I so know the, we beat it to that too, but the Lamar Jackson last year, that's why he didn't practice. Ankle on, bone bruise. That's why we had four yeah. straight weeks of John Harbour saying hey, it looks better. No, he's not and, playing. And when he did practice, it was <laughs> super slow. He couldn't beat the the QB coach. Yeah, Zach, yes. Remember Zach yeah. Wilson? He didn't yeah. move at all for a whole week, a whole month for the bone bruise. Same with Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good, good yeah. comps. Yeah. So going back to the injured reserve question, Dak Prescott, no bone bruise, broken thumb, did not go on injured reserve. Michael Thomas is one too, I guess. Michael yeah. Thomas, yeah. you yeah. could say, is one. Yeah. We still don't know what he his kind injury really injury. has. Yeah. Uh, but the reason why you see some of that isn't necessarily mismanagement. Like Dak Prescott came out and said afterwards, I was told from the get-go it was four to six weeks, likely six, not four. Like there was never three in his head. I ever. mean, yeah. I mean, Jerry Jones, Dr. Dr. Jera said, <laughs> yeah. you know, in public it's different. Know. Yeah. 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 Anyways, but they didn't make a mistake when I put him in IR that he was involved in practice. He could be around. Right. Jamar, I'm not saying they're making a mistake. I mean, with the bye week, maybe one week earlier, you can get him back. But you have to understand the practice squad call-ups didn't used to be there. Mm -hmm practice squad used to be more limited in numbers and you couldn't call them up like that and put them back down like that. 
Now you can have veterans. You can have 10-year vets on the practice squad ready to play. Mm-hmm. And you can call them up on Saturday and yeah. play them on Sunday and then put them back down. So that's giving you some roster flexibility. So much more than they never had before. So Which is yeah, why yeah. if there's a 1% chance Jamar Chase can be back at the five-week mark, which is because of the, the IR buy, rules yeah. and the buy is four, four games missed, you're going to not put him on injured reserve. Right. Not because you think he's going to play next week, but it's just roster management. Uh, and the rules are different, and teams take advantage of that. And Absolutely. that's all within the rules of, of the game and what it is. Let's get to some coach speak. Uh, not a ton of examples this week, but uh, McVay on Cooper Cup's uh, injury late in the Niners game uh, said he after the game he thinks it's an ankle, but he didn't have an update. That's is that a Ron Rivera special of not talking to the medical staff? I think before the press conference, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's good. <laughs> that's where we come in great because it's like, well, yeah, we show you the replay right here. It's uh, definitely an ankle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know that I've told that story publicly, Jacob. I oh, told sorry. it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, edit. No, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> sorry, Coach Rivera. Yeah. <laughs> I love Coach Rivera, and uh, I'm not going to out yeah. him on any yeah, yeah, of his yeah. little uh, yes. secrets there. But look, um, yeah, it might be that. I mean, look. He also, coaches say that stuff all the time. Right. I, I'm not sure. It might be this. He also so blamed he himself for the play calling. He said, I mean, it was two minutes left, and he's throwing a wide receiver screen to Cooper Cup down 15, or I, I forget what the exact score was. But should he be in the game? I mean, 20, hindsight's 2020. There's always that conversation after someone gets hurt like that. But I think there's there's a point. Jared Stidham. Okay, they took out my precious quarterback yesterday. All right, <laughs> when they you put got Jared out Stidham in, in the fourth yeah. quarter. Yeah, and it wasn't as big. I feel, I don't know. I feel like you have to protect him in a way. That's your yeah. number one receiver by a lot. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question. If you're down two scores, 15, with two minutes left, should you remove all the starters? I don't think the game's that's, out of hand. That's not out of hand. Unless it's three scores. You can come back then, I think. Yeah, you're right. I'm just saying. No, you're yeah. right. There's a thought that you could keep them in. Yeah, no, you're right. So it... But I don't mm-hmm. think a screen is going to help well, you. Well, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. So if you notice, if you notice yeah. Sean McVay didn't say... He shouldn't have been in the game. So he should have called that play. Yeah. He shouldn't have called that play. Yeah, now, well, here's yeah. here's my translation of that. What he's saying is we hadn't given up on the game yet, and so he's in the game, but a wide receiver screen wasn't going to get us there. Right. So if we're going to have Cooper Cup in the game, let's take some shots. Yeah. Right. Yes. So I think that's what he said. He said it correctly. He yeah. actually yeah. said yeah. it correctly. Yeah. Right. I think. Yeah. I don't think this is the same as what happened in LA a few weeks ago with the Chargers, Brandon Staley leaving in Justin Herbert with the ribs. Yep. They were down four scores to the yeah, Jaguars. That did really you know? make I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay, with late in the fourth quarter. That, that was more one, indefensible, yeah. And he already had an injury and, you know, whatever. So Sean McVay didn't say he shouldn't have been in the game. He said, I don't think I like that play call right, in retrospect. Yeah. So he's saying if he's going to be in the game, let's try and win. And uh, the 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 screen, et cetera. And by the way, we put out in game early that we don't think it's significant his ankle, right? And Cooper Cuff is saying yes, we think he dodged a bullet, this, that, the other. Yeah, six score of eighty four. And, and look, the only reason he dodged a bullet is the playing surface. Okay. Joke. <laughs> Joke. You should keep a straight face. Joke. Got to nod with you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was at SoFi. Right. That was the scene of 
Oh my God, DK Metcalf knee, which turned out to be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, JC Jackson knee, patella tendon rupture, not so fine. Cooper Cuff was on turf. Yeah. And he escaped. So I'm all for all grass fields. Don't get me wrong, but it's not going to get rid of all injuries. And just because you're on turf doesn't mean you doesn't will be injured. magically make it better or worse. Yeah. I mean, there are some instances where your foot sticks. This was not one of them. So you can dodge bullets on turf is all I'm going to say. Now, overall, would players prefer grass? I believe so. Yeah. Would I prefer grass? Yes. But it's not going to be the be all end all. Oh, just because on turf, he gets this, that, the other. I mean, I mean, uh, if you look at big injuries, uh, Brees Hall, ACL, I was on grass mm-hmm. yeah. in Denver. I mean, half the, the fields are grass, <laughs> half the half the injuries are on on uh, turf because that's the way it works. Yes, there's slight more predilection for injury on turf for certain types of injuries, but yeah, uh, I know uh, Pete Carroll brought it up, and uh, it's become a talking point. Mm-hmm. But my understanding is, and look, I get J.C. Treader. I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. What he's saying, but my understanding is, with the last CBA, the players bargained that away. They could have said only grass, and they bargained it away. Hmm. So I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what I'm told related to the last CBA. That, that was a discussion point. Okay, they could have stuck to it, but they bargained it away. So, anyways, I have uh, a thing to add to uh, hiding the health. Um, just a topic I saw. Just a couple players that got traded that had injury issues, and now they're they're like playing and not not an injury report. Um, Andy Reid said Tony's completely healthy, which I don't believe. Um, he had hamstring strains on both hamstrings on the Giants, and then he got traded, and it was gone. With Giants, no pass catchers, so yeah. why wouldn't he be out there if he's healthy? Yeah. Rob James Robinson had knee soreness, not on the injury report going into the Jets game this week. And then remember last year, the Jags, there was one instance where the entire O-line was on the injury report. <laughs> Urban Meyer got fired. None of them are on the next week. So <laughs> I know they're not allowed to lie on this stuff, but like, is that like when they get traded, is that like, do they use that sometimes to keep them out of the lineup? Well, they got to pass the physical, right, too? Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> It just seems interesting, Tony specifically, because... Well, it's not binary. It's not on, off. Uh, Health is always relative. We always say 85% is a healthy week. So Mm -hmm. who knows? Maybe from the Giants' perspective, 85% he's injured and not good enough. And from Andy Reid's perspective, 85% is perfectly fine. And part of health, and don't forget, we do these Hayden Hurst podcast mental health yes, in absolutely. terms of motivation and confidence. And confidence. And yeah. I mean, you have to feel right to feel. And some of that, there are other factors that that come in to uh, feeling right. It's not all just physical. I mean, I, I used to always lobby when I'd ask a player, you know, you think you can go? And if the answer is no, then even if medically I think he can go. That means it's up there. We shouldn't. Yeah. Put no, him in. He's not confident it, yeah. enough on his ACL recovery or this, that, the other. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. So we, co- we covered basketball at six score, and that was one of the ones I remember last year. Uh, Jamal, Jamal Murray, he's missed almost uh, le- almost 200 games with the ACL and recovery. And he said that he was medically cleared to go into the playoffs in limited minutes last year, but he was mentally not ready. And I think that's a key. People don't realize that when they're coming back. No, and I think letting that out kind of throws the player under the bus. Yeah. Like, like yeah. he's not he's out hanging a dry you're medically fine like why we're don't in the you playoffs, aren't you helping yeah. us yeah I, I mean 
being mentally confident and able to, especially in a sport where you go two ways, right? That's a big deal. Mm -hmm. You guys hear me talk about a cornerback, Tredavious White, is a lot harder than Gus Edwards, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm sure it's in the back of your mind that oh, they know which knee is hurt, so they're going to target that knee every time, and I got to be confident enough to turn and and every cut you're thinking too, I believe, right? Yeah. Look. Michael Gallup is still struggling a little bit coming off his ACL. Nothing wrong with Robert him. Woods. Yeah. Robert, Robert Woods. Woods is still right. struggling yep. a little bit. But if they played the other side of the ball and had to react, they'd be giving up six points. Yeah. Here, they just don't make a cut, cut as sharp. They know where they're going, right? but they may be taking an extra step or an extra millisecond on a cut. Now, if you're doing that to react, you're giving up six points. Right. It's not fair to compare the wide receivers coming back more quickly to a Tredavious White mm-hmm. who's not yet. Yep. It's just not fair. You're not dictating. You're not dictating the play. Yeah, and and, right and, and he and look, Gallup's injury was after. I mean, his was a little after Christmas, I think. And uh, Tre was Thanksgiving. That, yeah, yeah Tre was Thanksgiving. But you can't make that linear comparison in terms. Right. Of, and and for basketball, in Derrick Rose's defense, Jamal Murray's defense, right. you have to play both ways. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's just more quick cutting on a continuous basis. It's not football where you get to relax and get ready four or five seconds like a bat out of hell and then get to reorganize and relax it's like continuous flow there's a sort of expectation too like he's not just like a role player like they're expecting to go out and get 20 points a game eight assists be the guy and like if you're not ready to do that mentally then you know and both sides of the ball yeah so i mean yeah i mean i i can defend that i Mm -hmm. can i can support him on that for sure well speaking of acl recoveries i mean we have dobbins doing the knee scope but gus edwards picked up a hamstring uh through rep report it's reportedly considered minor and if he misses time it's a week or so i feel like hamstring strains has been the Are topic of the week for us gets injury in your head like in Doc's <laughs> yeah. voice. that's what i say every time I see yeah <laughs> all that stuff yeah. i mean look we were not high on well you know maybe it's a good time to go through this a little bit the mid-season yeah a little review. It, i mean mid-season now eight and a half weeks instead of eight weeks right 17 games and i guess you could argue mid-season is maybe and maybe we'll do a formal mid-season report next week because it's really an 18-week season 17 games so where's the midpoint yeah where's the midpoint probably next week at nine nine, weeks nine yeah, because of so. the buys right yep. but as we get close to it and we'll, we'll have a whole segment on that but right now okay look uh jk dobbins we said all along he's not there multi-ligament 875 prop he actually did really well yeah our futures prop Mm -hmm. i mean it should be very very easy don't know where he's coming back of course the scar tissue is related to his original surgery multi-ligament which he now has admitted to and documented remember before the season started and he said oh talk to me if you want to know about injuries yeah Yeah. i think he was aiming that at rap sheet more than me but yeah whatever I, i just don't Make the radar screen, I guess. You're an actual fantasy doctor. <laughs> so when Michael Thomas said that, I felt kind of upset because I think he was talking about. Well, let's <laughs> let, okay. We'll go to Michael Thomas next. <laughs> yeah. Gus Edwards just comes back and now hamstring. I right. mean, I mean, uh, Chris Godwin played early that first game and developed a hamstring. hamstring yep. He's done well now. I mean, he's. he's I mean, it's midseason. Uh, we always said midseason, yep. second half of the season. Michael Thomas, look, when we gave him a, a lower six mm-hmm. score. The last full season Michael Thomas had, he had 1,700 yards. He so broke our, the record for catches. Yeah, so was, our yeah. six score was in the 60s, mm-hmm. and we kept upping it because he started doing better. Yep. But at the beginning of the season, what we were saying is a fully healthy Michael Thomas can get you 1,500, 1,700 yards. 
He's that good. Mm -hmm. This is not a fully healthy Michael Thomas. We're not sure he's going to get you a thousand. That's why we made him in the sixties. And we had no, no idea about the foot injury when we did. <laughs> well, the foot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, injuries beget yeah, injuries. Exactly. Okay. But a whole nother story, <laughs> yep. you know, yep. uh, kind of thing. Uh, and we can go through a bunch of them. And Michael Gallup is not. Jacob has there. a list. He can uh, name a yeah. couple. couple yeah. Rattle, a couple. Robert of Woods. We had the under yeah. 775 and a half receiving yards. He's played every game and he's at 256 so far. 36.6 a game. Uh, Saquon, we had the over 900 and oh, a half. That's my favorite. That's he's, the at best seven, one. he's at 779. <laughs> he's actually the leading rusher in the NFL right now. So. Yeah. Oh, um, don't don't count that chicken yet. We I don't. know nine oh one. I mean, you said it yesterday. No season. No, no season. I mean, <laughs> we shouldn't. Is ACLs? Yeah. But like you know, it's football, so you never know. You can't count anything yet. For but sure. yeah, that certainly looks good. Yeah, you know? McCaffrey's number we thought was a little depressed because of the past injury issues, soft tissue and stuff. Uh, his uh, over under was eight seventy five and a half. He's at five twenty five rushing yards. And ascending. And ascending, because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of much better offensive line. Yeah, we're right. getting out. But, yeah, yeah. That helps yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so those... that's just a snippet. But, we'll have, yeah, we'll have the full report next week. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll go over that. Vikings win totals look good, though. Six oh, that's one. Not, oh, yeah. We like Don't that. get me excited. Yeah. <laughs> and the division was plus 240 when we wrote an article about that as well. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not done yet, but I know. I, can, I know. Yeah. What, I mean, <laughs> Don't tell Taylor Stop that. the count. Yeah, he thinks I the mean, Phillies already won. So, yeah, I mean, the yeah, <laughs> the Vikings are in. What do they have? A three and a half game lead. And why do we say that too? They are completely green on both sides of the ball, and they were like that to start the year too. And it was, so. a, and it was a Packers bet. And, and, it was Bakhtiari question marks. It was yes. the wide receiver spots. It was, it was the yeah. O line. We took yeah. over win total on Vikings, under on the Packers. I didn't know until last night that because I didn't do my homework. The last three years, thirteen and three, thirteen and three, thirteen and four. The Packers. I did oh. not know that. Yeah, and we were taking under ten, 10 and, and a half. half. Yep. yep. That's quite a limb there. Yeah. I mean, uh, if I would have known that, maybe I would have gotten afraid. No, just kidding. I was just like, <laughs> I hide, they're, I hide they're, some stuff back. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Jenkins out again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's their their hot mess. Yeah. And they have a young wide receiver room. I get it. And yes, they have had injuries there, but it's their O line, the bookend tackles that have been the issue. And that's why we shorted them from the start of the season. Right. They're three and five. Uh, it's not Aaron Rodgers. It's it's the protection. And they have to right. be a run first team. We talked about that. And yeah, we took Vikings plus two forty, mm-hmm. where you guys did um, with the sick picks. So knock on wood. Hopefully, some of those will uh, will uh, pay off there uh, mm-hmm. for our uh, followers, readers, or people who signed up for sick picks. You can go to sicscore.com and and do that and uh, give it a try and see and see. There's some in game plays, fantasy plays. You can go. We don't hide any information. You can listen to this podcast. You can follow everything we do on Twitter and on Sports Injury Central and look at the field views and six scores yourself. You can come up with the same algorithm and decisions are very similar that we're coming up with here. And if take you my want, job. yeah. If you want to do the homework, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't get the sick picks, you know, yeah, and then sure. just get you know cut cut to the chase. And if you don't like football, we have basketball and hockey too. Okay, just saying. Sorry. And let me tell you, let me tell you, basketball might be a bigger effect because think about it. If you go by 11 starting offensive players and Mm -hmm. 11 defensive starting players, and yes, you have to figure out the drop off from the starter to the to the backup, etc. This is why we hit you know third stringers, fourth stringers a lot heavier in cluster injuries. Mm -hmm. 
But if you assume 22 starters, and we talk a lot about cluster injuries, for example, why we took, we're saying PJ Walker mm-hmm. because of the defensive secondary issues for the Falcons, cluster injuries. But if you think about it, in basketball, it's five starters. Yep. Okay, they play eight people, maybe 10, depending, but it's five starters versus 22. Football is 22 starters and about 35 probably play. Mm-hmm. Basketball, it's five starters and eight or 10 play. But each five starters is worth four and a half starters. Yep. So it's wiping out a linebacker group. It's right. wiping out an offensive line when you have a basketball injury, potentially. You got to look at the backup and situation. And that's why so far the prop plays uh, are what. Uh, we'll bring an example up the Duke rookie, uh, Banchero. We've hit that twice already because, like you said, cluster, there's four guards out for that team. So, like you said, there's also five positions. If there's multiple guards that hits multiple spots, there's no playmakers. He's the passer. We've been doing that. So, like you said, clusters are a huge part. Yeah, and, and, and make, makers have no centers. Yep. So, you get a big part of it too. Yeah. Yep. And, and that may be. And, we're still young into the basketball season, but we're seven and two or whatever. Uh, we are six and two. Yeah. Six, oh, props, sorry. Yeah. So only six and two. Yeah, props, yeah. Uh, only six and two yeah. on the props so far. Uh, looking at the effect of, of injuries, the, mm-hmm. the NFL stuff has been hitting pretty well. Right. It's been high 50s, maybe low 60s. The props a little higher than yep. the sides and totals. But even that's what 58, 59, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, for the outkick picks that I do. <clears throat> Yeah, first losing week of the season. Yeah, two and really? three. You've been really well. So we're on the outkick five picks uh, against the spread. We're 24, 14, and two. Two. You have two ties, and yeah. that's very publicly vetted through mm-hmm. the website there. But first losing week, did not like that. Uh, you darn, started off two and one. Yeah, you know what? You know what I'm gonna blame? Yeah. I'm gonna blame Norv. Okay. <laughs> Is he People listening to this? Out. Yeah, is he listening to this? I'm ready, Norv. Norv, you're 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 an investor. You're an advisor to us. And why are you gonna have Scott beat us with that Washington Taylor Henneke big long throw to Terry McLaurin with 22 seconds left to to beat us on the Colts? There. That hurt. Norv did say Taylor's good in flashes, so maybe we need to wait wait out, wait for the flash <laughs> yeah. to die down. Yeah. Can, yeah. Can, can, can we put a muzzle on him? <laughs> there are some things that are said are that are in confidence. Okay. I mean, you guys, you guys yes. are killing me today on Norv I and Rob. <laughs> I, mean, I know it's like you're gonna you're spilling the beans. I mean, I think Dan people, Snyder's coming after us. Yeah. Uh, no, people. <laughs> some things are in confidence. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> There's pride. I mean, that's why before we did the Norfing, what do you think about? I won't even say the topic, yeah. fill in the blank, and people And he will, said, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was good, but <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, we're not putting that on. <laughs> <laughs> we can do the same thing here, though, so it's good, yeah. But yeah. Let's touch on some uh, week nine injury topics, and then we'll get to the beast of the week. Sure. Uh, Jonathan Taylor with the ankle re-aggravation. Uh, luckily, hit his prop by two yards, I think it was, three yards by the end of it, <laughs> but uh, was ineffective at the comeback. He had five rushes for 38 yards, and then 11 rushes for 38 yards after the fact, so... Look, he's still in the game, thankfully. I mean, we got lucky there at the end. I thought his ankle would be fine, quite honestly. But mm-hmm. you can never, you know, fine versus 100%. It's probably not 100% for a few weeks. I mean, look at um, Jordan Poyer's elbow. I mean, he's fine, but he's, you know, re-injured it. And Jonathan Taylor was fine until he re-injured it. Right. Uh, that does happen. It's not healed 100%, especially an ankle sprain, the way ligaments heal. But... Uh, 
I don't see it being long term or as long as last time. Now it's too early to tell if he's going to get a week off to get it right. And mm -hmm. a lot of that becomes coaching decision. Right. Like, you know, we want Hines or we want someone else or we're okay. And what's the matchup? Or will we take an 85% Jonathan Taylor? Or do we want him to just get to 100 and give him another week or two? Yeah. Uh, Mike Williams with the high ankle sprain. They had to buy this week. They come back against the Falcons. No chance he plays, right? He's still another two, three weeks away. I think it's going to be tough for him to play. Although Keenan should be able to. Right. He was able to rest that hamstring in the bye. So shoulder the load. Um, Irv Smith Jr. left with a high ankle sprain for the Vikings uh, tight end. They get the commanders this week. Not expecting to see him probably two to four weeks. Is that accurate, Doc? I mean, you showed that to me this morning in a yeah. replay. He was like barely, <laughs> barely on the in screen. the screen. Yep. <laughs> and it does look like a left high ankle sprain. I can't give you the complete severity, but given the type of player that he is, yeah, the initial estimate's two to four weeks. I, I, I'm optimistic maybe he can avoid injured reserve, but two to four weeks. He's more of a fast deal. tight end than a plotter, so right. it will affect him that's, a little more. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Rams versus Bucks. Those are two teams that are just complete messes on offense, injury wise. So that'll be an interesting matchup this week. We'll have uh, the latest on Cooper Super Cup. And, yeah. <laughs> Look, I thought the the Rams, you know, did better with Brian Allen back, less up the middle pressure. But then they didn't score in the second half at, at all. all. Yep. Nothing. Still, had, still didn't have a run game. So yeah, pass protection got a little bit better, but the two guards out still really hurting them. Yeah. And those yeah. are on the third strings. They're not on the second, so they're they're deep into the right. bench on those positions. I mean, from an injury perspective, the Rams' offensive line is still worse than the Bucks' offensive line. Right. Um, More from, recent stuff too. Yeah. From uh, th that's the the main thing. But look, both defensive lines are pretty good. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to be interesting. I think that that's where the storyline is. It's right. not about Matthew Stafford and Tom Brady. Hicks has a chance to play this week too to strengthen right. the D line Hicks as well. Should yeah. but Vieira is still there. Obviously yeah. Aaron Donald and company. So that should be interesting. To be which D line could take advantage of that the most. Uh, Ravens score keeps getting lower. They play Monday against the Saints. Rashad Bateman reaggravated that foot. Uh, Mark Andrews now has a knee and the AC joint, and then Gus Edwards was a hamstring. So that'll be. Be one to track going in against Saints, and if the Saints can get Michael Thomas or Jarvis Landry back, it's crazy how much they pick up an injury every week. I like I, we do these numbers for like so many years, and like sometimes I'm like waiting for like the, the unhealthy team to get better. Like the Eagles, remember a couple of years ago, the O line was crushed for the first half, and we saw that eventually get better. Their number can't get over 75 to 78 this year. They just can't do it. They already started at that, and it's like every week, you know, you have that Marcus Williams a couple of weeks ago. You have cornerbacks. You have now the new ones. It's, yeah. It's a lot. Well, I think they'll get there eventually, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, right now, not still winning. Not quite. Yeah, they're doing all right. Five and three. Yeah. Um, that's one because of their number. We were shorting them on injuries, and they're kind of outperforming expectations. Yeah. Uh, I think we've cashed on a bunch of covers related to them, but uh, Miami not, specifically. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, they're. Uh, yeah, it's 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 tough. We'll we'll do all the field views and all the analysis you know you talk about you know and maybe some of this we talk about coach speak and it feels like i'm banging on coaches but i think some of it is coach speak but some of it is 
media interpretation Correct. of what they're saying. Right. I agree. Um, you guys see the Tyler Lockett statement? Yes, the one, the veiled shot. Yes, I did see that. What was it again? And what was the veiled shot again? Um, taking it's something about taking credit. Like this, this is how we you it feels to win without ever, someone taking credit for it. Yeah, this, Some, this something I mean, lines. If, if people aren't worried about taking credit, it's easier to win or yeah, something some, like yeah. that. It's easy, something to that effect. You can get the quote right. And there was a lot of people. Oh, veiled shot at Russell Wilson. And it's amazing thing. what you can accomplish when nobody cares who gets the credit. Okay. My high school coach always said that. He just added that part at the end. I don't know if his <laughs> high school coach said that. But. The track down the high school coach. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then everyone jumped on that. Yeah. Did you see the reaction? Apparently. Lockett answered. He Lockett said, answered. Yeah, yes. He, he said, said, people need to stop reaching. I've said this quote like five to 10 times since I've been in a league. Stop looking for a story and let's enjoy our team. And he was very. Russell Wilson's in the news. Yeah, everyone wants to put it right there of Russell Wilson when he came back. He told Seattle fans to cheer for Russell for what he did for this team. He's the one that had the connection. And DK was a good little target for him. He was with Lockett for a majority of that yeah. time. They they spent a lot of time together. They were together. pretty tight, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd say uh, I'm not even sure Ty Lockett was aiming it at Russell Wilson. I think it. the media wanted it wanted him to. I agree with you, right, with that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, AB's trolling Tom Brady a lot more than Tyler Lockett. <laughs> well, how quickly does it take to like um like not like uh, go against this? Like all someone has to do is get the video of him saying it before. Yeah. <laughs> like he said he said it 5 to 10 times and every single one of these is recorded, so <laughs> a little internet sleuth. Look at the exact quote. Sounds, yeah. sounds like a project it, for yeah, you. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I right, got some beast of the week candidates. Uh first one I found was Colts uh, cornerback Kenny Moore, the second uh, reporter, caught up with him and asked him because he suffered a finger injury during practice week. He said, oh, how, how, how's the finger doing? He said, which one? I guess he's been playing with a torn ligament in his left hand and had a right right hand sprain during Friday's practice. It happens a lot to secondary, so I, I don't think they're that, uh, they're, they're not too, it happens they're pretty to nonchalant about it. It happens to D linemen. It right. happens to linebackers. I mean, everyone knows Tory Holt. It happens to receiver. Yeah. His finger picture. There's a lot more finger injuries than you even know about. The routine for finger injuries is someone dislocates a finger, and you don't even hear about it. They pop it back in themselves, or a teammate pops it back in, or they run over to the sideline for a quick second, and they don't even miss the next play. I mean, look, did. Did people know how bad Kyle Juszczyk's finger was that needed surgery before he missed time? I mean, he finished back the game, the game yeah. mm -hmm. you know, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, well, we can give him an honorable mention, but that's so routine. It's the, <laughs> it's, you know where I'm going to almost go with this. <laughs> it's more abnormal for someone to come off the field holding his finger, miss time, and make a big than it is, and talk about it constantly. Yeah, and then yeah, I'm I'm not gonna say who. <laughs> I'm saying it in my mind so much; yeah. it's so annoying. That it's there. <laughs> Obviously, it's one of Taylor's guys. Yeah, so the other one I have yeah. is uh, Giant Center Nick Gates coming back playing his first game since that gruesome uh, leg fracture. Tip fib. Tip fib. Yep. And we always said he's gonna make it back. It yeah. looks bad. He's gonna make it back. I mean. Uh, don't be prisoner of the moment on Alex Smith. I mean, that was a complication from right. infection. I mean, uh, uh, um, Paul George, Tib mm -hmm. Fib, back yep. fully basketball. This Tib Fib. There's other examples of. Do you tib remember fibs. the Paul George one? I remember that the stanchion because they were yeah, playing at a Euro game. Yeah. That was that was an interesting one. Yeah, that's yeah. a big boy to have a Tib Fib though. Uh, Nick Gates. 
come back and put all that weight on it that that takes a lot of confidence that and happened rehab on prime and, time yeah. football too i remember yeah that was a big injury yeah no that's that's a that's a good one kudos to nick gates for coming back and he'll help the giants so feliciano can go back to left guard and then they can have solidified at center yeah yeah help in two spots yes, right? yeah exactly. exactly yep and the one you brought up doc uh, jordan poyer left <laughs> last night's game with the elbow injury he had the elbow hyperextension in preseason and uh, i think it was training camp and then uh came off yesterday after making a tackle and and Looked like re-aggravated in his. He said his. Yeah, yeah. I think he, and he stayed in the game. Stayed, well, he yeah. stayed on the sideline. Right. He was yeah. wrapped, and and I think it was more score that he was yeah. pulled out, and the whole deal. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but you said his his wife uh, tweeted that wear your brace then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something to that effect. Apparently, she was. Saying. So I'm gonna do a beast just like from stats. Um, McCaffrey passed, ran, and uh, received a touchdown. Who is the last player to do that? 2005, and it has a connection to you, Doc, too. Um, you, obviously, you, LT. I yes, mean, exactly. I yes, mean, LT <laughs> yep. did that a bunch. He did. Yep. But, 2005. Yeah. But uh, is it McCaffrey or is it Kyle Shanahan? I was going to say, are you, are you impressed by how quickly they grasp the playbook together to be able to use them in three different packages like or that? Or is this a DeAndre Hopkins? Like, I don't. It's I don't care if I'm healthy or a new team. I'm plug and play. I'm good. Like, well, I mean, if you if you think about it. It probably makes sense that look, McCaffrey's going to be used a lot. He's mm-hmm. the shiny new toy. He's very talented, and he was probably underutilized in Carolina. But it probably makes sense. I mean, at first I thought they're going to, because of Debo, use him more in the passing game. Right? That mm-hmm. was a prevailing thought. Yeah. Yeah. But it's harder to incorporate someone into the passing game than it is the run game. Okay. So that's probably why he was still the primary runner yeah, because right. it's easier to plug and play at running back. Mm-hmm. And as far as that pass, it's just a gadget play. Yeah. And, you know, he's just like, uh, if he's not there, just run the sweep. I mean, the whole magic of that is to make the pass look close to flat mm-hmm. and make it look, you know, to suck up the DB. Yeah. Right? And and the respect for McCaffrey, the DB is going to get sucked up, right? right? And then uh, over the top. I mean... Yeah, it's great that he could do that. I probably wouldn't have gotten that LT reference. If I didn't say, yeah. I didn't want to make you wait too long, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean. We thought Taysom Hill had done it it this year, but I think he just uh, threw for one and ran for one. He he didn't didn't catch catch one, one, yeah. yeah. He had a catch, but not a touchdown catch, yeah. No, you know, the the most impressive one I ever saw, and I'll give it, we, we weren't doing the Beast of the Weeks. Okay, so. I mean, LT, of course, great. I mean, Hall I famer, almost shrug awesome. at shrug yeah. that. You know, pass. He's like, he does it we all the time. Run. Yeah, we know yeah, he can yeah. run. I mean, yes. And everyone, and, and LT, God love it, he didn't throw a super pure ball. <laughs> he was open because everyone right. respected, exactly. you know, the pitch and the run and the yep. sweep, right? Yeah. That's why he was dangerous he on the was, outside. He was yeah. open. <laughs> yeah. um, that's, it's a nice little stat, the passer. Yeah. But yeah. I think the better one that I don't think anyone will ever beat. Okay. And he was a former Charger. Okay. He's known for being a Patriot, but it happened in Miami. Who is it? A guy caught a touchdown pass, mm-hmm. kicked the extra point, kicked off, and went down and made the tackle. Doug Flutie? <laughs> <laughs> When was Doug Flutie on the Dolphins? Uh, I heard Patriots. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Chargers, Dolphins, Patriots. He's now a Dolphins coach. Um, in San Francisco. Dolphins. Okay. 
wide receiver coach. Oh, Wes Welker? Yeah. Wes Welker. Yeah, yeah. Wes I had to redeem Welker myself there. Yeah. <laughs> caught a touchdown pass in Miami. Okay. Look it up. Kicked the extra point. Kicked off. This was due to injury. Yep. Okay. And ran down and made the special teams tackle. That is that's pretty good. That's, that's, pretty, that's four straight plays. That's yeah. pretty. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I mean, <laughs> love McCaffrey and LT, but that I mean, and and you know what his nickname after that was? Junior Sal was on that Dolphins team. Oh, awesome! You know what he nicknamed? He nicknames everybody, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and media, if you catch on this, you can ask Wes about yeah. that. Yeah, he nicknamed him Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Because he wasn't that big, he wasn't big yet. He no, wasn't, yeah, exactly. He was, yeah. He was, he was still he figuring was himself out. Un, yeah. This is pre-New England. He was yeah, kind of yeah. an unknown name at Absolutely. this point in time. But right. that that to me is a, a, that's definitely beast. So yeah. we'll give him the beast on that one, even though this we is didn't like, get to give him one then. Yeah, over so, yeah. well over a decade. <laughs> yeah, I, don't yes. even, I don't remember the year, but I yeah. remember that. That was like, like I don't know how you're going to top that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty. That's pretty. pretty yeah, that's pretty stellar. Right, pretty there. unique. Yeah, force and, and consecutively. I mean, that's, that's imagine that streak. Yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, okay. So I guess what I'm saying, CMC. Okay, let me see you run for a touchdown, and the next time you touch the ball, catch a touchdown pass. And the next time you touch the ball, throw a touchdown. Pass. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Three consecutive. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'll never be consecutive. Right, well, right, I guess right. you could do two consecutive, consecutive. Score, score the touchdown, and get the two point conversion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or get the two point conversion, have it called back by penalty, and then do it again. I don't know. <laughs> We'll work that out. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us. Pro Football Doc Podcast, Sports Injury Central. Yes, basketball season is starting. World Series is here. Tension, all eyes still on football, but we're slowly morphing over as as yeah. uh, there's more things, more sick picks this week. And uh, yeah, let's do a mid season review. It'll be mid season next mm-hmm. week for the uh, podcast. Yeah. Thanks for listening and watching. Any closing comments from you guys? So you're going to be a dinosaur tonight, and you're going to be I'm going to be Jack Skellington, yeah, from Night Before Christmas. Yeah, and I'm going to be who knows, yeah. <laughs> Justin. Box. Justin, what are you going to be? I know you're dressed up. You got a little one, and you're going to be. She's a pumpkin. Up. I just saw her. Yeah, yeah. Little yeah. Well, she's a pumpkin right now, but we're dressing her up as uh, the PJ Masks. So she's going to be Owlette. I don't know if you. Oh, okay. It's a kid show. PJ. Masks, I know what they so. are. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's okay, good. go ahead. What are you, Justin? Uh, I'm Gecko. I'm we're all, I'm I'm Gecko. My See? wife is uh, Catboy, and uh, and she's Owlette. The, the kids outlet <laughs> see what well, look when you have little ones and yeah. you get the yeah, family yeah. dress up <laughs> yep. as i showed pictures you get the family dress up uh kind of but then by by kindergarten they start to say nah i'm doing my own want to have their own it's, personality it's, it's, yeah it's just, you know they don't want to do the 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 family thing anymore uh kind of thing that makes sense so, so I, I gotta see uh your gecko and i'll i'll let and you'll have to post it on social yeah. media yes, Justin. for sure awesome i will All right. Thanks for listening and watching. We'll catch you next week and happy Halloween.